<laughs> All right, mic check. One, two. Hello. <laughs> I thought you were going to do something stupid. <laughs> I never do anything stupid. Like be super loud. So your job's to keep Chris in check. Cracked up with it. <laughs> I didn't say that. I didn't even lead him to that. I don't know how he came the to that. first thing he said to you. Yeah, I don't know how he came to that conclusion. I didn't think I was that off the rails. For now, let us relish within the Lotus. Season 2, Episode 10. Welcome everyone to episode 10 of season 2 of the Juggalo Rewind podcast where we deep dive into each Juggalo historical track and give you all the details and more week by week, track by track, lyric by lyric. My name is Peter. I'm here with Chris. What's going on? Oh, you know, just uh, hitting the home stretch, trying to get spooky back on these tracks. Last week got a little spooky. This week, we'll see. We'll see if it stays spooky. Yeah, I'm I'm not holding out any hope. (laughs) We got a couple non-spooky on the way. Just as a reminder, as we said, we go through every, not every, but we go through historical Juggalo albums, track by track, and whether you're a new fan to the Juggalo world, or you're a old school fan, or you're not a fan at all, you're just here to listen to us banter about bullshit, we welcome you. Uh, Intro to Juggalo Music 101 class. (laughs) Now that would have been funny. Maybe Um, we'll get a job down at Wayne State teaching it. The old cast corridor where they they hung out, the clowns hung out. You know, it is funny when you always see, like, uh, Duke University has online class about Seinfeld mm-hmm. or, like, The Simpsons. Yeah, here, give us $7,000 and we'll <laughs> t- teach you about Seinfeld. And yeah. you can't do a goddamn thing with this credit. <laughs> give, give me all your human money. <laughs> you, and you can learn about Tupac. How fun is that? <laughs> Did you see... The Dan Housen video where he tried to get William Regal's suit and shoes? No, you sent it. <laughs> oh my God, I didn't know if it was during uh, the show, so I didn't want to spoiler if I got to it, but it was after. It was an after thing. Yeah, yeah. After watch it. So you will uh, give me your suit and uh, <laughs> no, give me your shoes. Yeah, right now. Give me your shoes or I'll, you'll be cursed. <laughs> All right. Hello, everyone. This is Dan Housen here. Yes. You look good. You look good. You look good. You look the best, though. Look at his suit. Now, Danhausen has a proposition for you. Either you give Danhausen the suit for free, or you're cast. Give me your shoes. We'll watch that before the uh, end of the night. Uh, Anyways, this isn't a wrestling podcast or a uh, university podcast. (laughs) Yet. (laughs) (laughs) But if you want to hear us talk about wrestling, you can go follow the 20 by 20 pod, which is 20 by 20 rewind. Yeah. I think I said that wrong. Or 20 by 20 apparel. There's so. definitely a different one called 20 by 20 pod that is not us. Yeah, that's but. the problem. That's why we ventured off and then that failed. Well, not failed, but took a hiatus. Yeah. And now we're doing Juggalo stuff. We'll try to sprinkle some in if we ever get like a backlog of these on tap and we could sneak one in. We got a good crossover one in mind. Yeah, we Spoiler have a... Uh, as usual, we have a ton of ideas, and we'll see uh, what comes up. So yeah, we are uh, 
helping everyone out track by track, and you know the deal. If you want to follow us on your social medias, that's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Juggalo RWD. You can listen to us wherever you're listening now or anywhere. YouTube. Uh, <laughs> usually I get these right off the top of my head, but now I'm <laughs> blanking. Apple Music, Google, Spotify. Those are the big three because you got to rate, review, and share, subscribe on those ones. That's what you need to do. Yes. If you're already listening, that's what you need to do. And if you're new, then, uh, yeah, I guess you could pick a different one. You go, oh, shit, I didn't know you had YouTube. I didn't know you had Spotify. I'll switch to those. Yeah. Uh, you want to listen on Podbean? We got someone. It was the Detroit m and Street Team yeah. person. I think that's their, their handle. I always assume it's a whole group because they're street teams. So I'm like, is there seven guys just sitting together listening? Hey, motherfuckers, if there's seven <laughs> of you, we need seven downloads. Don't be sharing it amongst each other. <laughs> there's a lot of different street teams, you know, in the Magic Ninja world. I'm always yeah, like, there's like a cop. Why do I always see Detroit, Colorado? I know there's a bunch of other yeah. ones, but but I visualize like back in the day. Remember the Obi Trice Street Team? They were just like that big pack that marched yeah. through the street with the flags and stuff. They were real sweet. Remember the King Gordy Street Team? Yeah, there was like four of us, five of us. <laughs> you ever still talk to that other guy? No, I forgot his name. He was cool. Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't remember his name. Boy Kelly. He was. Remember he was in that time frame but he was too cool to be in the street team because he was like graphic designer hired by them so he's like i don't hang out with you street teamers i'm hanging out with the big dogs i remember that boy kelly <laughs> big time in us big time in us since 2004 he's like i'm <laughs> you're driving around king gordy to buy him chicken sandwiches from <laughs> wendy's i'm here hanging out in the studio with him yeah we uh <laughs> yeah but did you get to go to chocolate city no <laughs> they have good chicken wings <laughs> They also served underage Chris. <laughs> and beside, underage Steve. That's beside the point. Uh, anyways, this isn't a podcast about... Um, Gordy! <laughs> maybe another season. Patreon um, episode. So you're listening wherever you're listening. People want to know YouTube, and yes, YouTube is always on there. So stare at a picture and listen to us for an hour. <laughs> you can email us, Juggalo Rewind. I'm sorry, Juggalo RWD at gmail.com. The website is Juggalo Rewind, the full name, uh, .com. Call us, 810-666-1570. We haven't had a lot of calls in the past couple weeks, but we're banking them up, and we're going to play Still them. haven't heard uh, anyone call. We had an email, right, or a message about doing the seance. Oh, it was a post, a response on Did they Instagram. Actually, they said about, they were talking about doing the seance? Yeah, they seen the ghost wrapped in... Uh, a skeleton ghost wrapped in a bed sheet with like Egyptian writing all over it. That sounds spooky. I hope he closed the gate. (laughs) I hope he did. (laughs) That fucker's still wandering around. (laughs) It's like, um, I don't know, never mind. That's a reference. It doesn't matter. We'll just move (laughs) on. Well, yeah, no one's called and told us if they've done it, so. Maybe everyone's waiting to do it at the end of the season like we are. You are. We are together. I'll be in the car. Like I said, it's like a stakeout. I'll have the earpiece in. I'll listen. And if you start yelling, close the gate, I'll run in the house and try to save you. (laughs) Try to save me. (sighs) All right. That's all the social medias. Did I miss anything? Dot, dot, dot. I don't think so. Anything else you want to uh, tie up before we get moving? No. Thank everyone who came out to Astronomicon last week. Right? Oh, oh, yeah. Last week? (laughs) So shout out to all of you that came by the table and talked to us, me, Pete's MIA, but I was there holding it down. So thank you. Shout out to you. Yeah, I can't be everywhere for everybody, but (laughs) 
uh, we'll, I'll be there next time. Where hopefully. were you? Were you um, uh, trying to find the, the lost scrolls that Jump Steady left behind to finish the Tales from the Lotus Pod? I might as well have been. <laughs> it's pretty close. That'll be another story for another day. But uh, maybe uh, maybe at the end of the season, we'll do like a wrap-up about Astro. Yeah. That's not a terrible idea. Put a little little side note somewhere. Yeah. Maybe in the next week or two, we're just trying to get back. Well, we could do that, too. But yeah, we're just trying to... Uh, get rolling on episodes so you're not missing what you came here to hear and we'll do something you got something to hear this week (laughs) (laughs) you'll have something to hear next week too good lord (laughs) um maybe we'll do uh an astro on the on the 20 by 20 if there's a lot of wrestling talk yeah we'll 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 let everyone know what we're doing (laughs) it's all good um i have one quick story (laughs) As I'm uh, looking at Chris's screensaver on <laughs> his computer here, um, I was uh, on the way here. Well, this will tie in very nicely to the Booski of the Week. Oh. Well, no, not to something <laughs> spooky. Booski of the Week, I stopped by 7-Eleven on the way here, and I got a nice purple uh, Gatorade Fierce. For the purple show? While it is in a plastic bottle, I have stopped using reusing plastic bottles yeah, refilling them because we got a post and the guy literally said like i'm worried about you and your <laughs> micro plastics that's right so keep refilling those boys i'm gonna do my best to not do that anymore so i got a nice fresh one here okay everyone who's listening has probably been to a 7-eleven right right you've been to 7-eleven you know how the parking lot is just straight up like against the building yeah it's very tight <laughs> sometimes you get like the side boy yeah right this motherfucker <laughs> When I was leaving, biggest truck humanly possible backed into the spot <laughs> against the, like it was in the front, like right to the door. Do you really need to back that up seems your, like a, a, your fucking spot to back in? Your F-350 <laughs> backing in, like he pulled behind me and then backed. Why? Maybe he's maybe he going to rob it. You didn't see, you didn't stick around to see. You had to jump in the getaway vehicle fast. I did not. I left immediately. Yeah, an asshole. <laughs> Complete asshole. Okay, in that scenario, I'd say, yeah, it's a bit much. But, you know, in a big parking lot, I, I I still like to back in. There's no one around if I'm doing it. If I'm not, if no one's coming down the aisle while I'm doing it, who am I harming? You're never going to sell me on that. <laughs> there's no one around me. When I'm, I have, uh, picking up Ivan from school, there's been someone, like, twice she's been in front of me backing in, and it takes excessively long, and I'm watching people, like, waiting to get by her. <laughs> And I just die laughing to myself because I'm like, yeah, she's not, she doesn't know how to back in, and there's like four people waiting now. <laughs> it's horrible. That's something we need to eradicate from society. If that's the worst of our worries, that's not. It's like the very least of all of our worries. You get hot on it though. I do. It doesn't take much for me to get hot on things, so and I'm sure by the end of today we'll find something else. All right, that was my. Uh, story of getting something to drink for the week do you need to uh, add to uh, the segment with yours oh look at me I'm done I ain't got no beer man I'm on a brewski huh? and a boosky <laughs> me beer yeah. dog we ain't got no fucking beer for it Joe I just whoop so <laughs> this is this is Yo, alright man, we ain't got no fucking beer for Joe. Stop it. Jesus. Crack her open? Go right ahead. Crack her open! Why don't you make the loudest noise possible as you drag it across the bar? <laughs> what an asshole.
This one's courtesy of co-host Peter here. You, you picked this one up, so... Oh, now I'm Chris's co-host. <laughs> <laughs> Wrangler, handler, co-host. I like to call you the host. I'm the color commentator. Um, <laughs> You're like the Rob Bartlett of the so, first... <laughs> <laughs> so do I Do I have to uh, explain this one, or do you have to explain since you picked it? No, you still have to do the reading and all oh, that well, shit. Oh, so. well, yeah. This one's a repeat offender on the podcast. Oh, it's going to get two tags yeah, and no Just replies. recently we hit this one. McKellar Brewing out of San Diego. Shout out to you again. Uh, if you listened back two weeks ago, we had the thick-ass blood motor yeah. oil can. <laughs> motor oil can. This one, we're going a little lighter. A dry-hopped Berlin, Berliner? Berliner-style <laughs> Weiss beer brewed with peach and apricot. And here we got a little picture, and I'm I'm assuming this is... Mike Clark sitting there, and he's very happy, and he's got Twisted on one side, and he's got ICP on the other, and he's like, you're both my favorites, and I love you all, even though you're very upset in this song, so. Even though right now, I, I don't think I associate with one of you. <laughs> but back then, he was, and he's like, you guys are very sad. You got a bad rap by your, your mama and your daddy and everybody, <laughs> and here I am. I'm loving you both. And uh, is Blaze on this track? The Blaze is on this track. Well, Sorry, Blaze, you're not getting hugs from Mikey Clark on here. But uh, this one, uh, I have a taste. Let's see, a little sip. Ooh, ooh. That's a nice little tart, little apricot. This is a 5% alcohol. And on the bottom, a little Easter egg, just like... We need to start getting these every week, because there's like 20 different flavors. So <laughs> They're all delicious so far. This one, it says, you're my favorite. Well, if you remember on Give Me That Blood, it said... Um, motor oil. Motor oil, so... If you find one of these in your store, maybe they're popping up because yeah, we we found them recently. It's a limited series though. Oh yeah, the, the store by my work has like it had to be a dozen different flavors of that. Uh, Keep one sealed, limited edition. And here I am pouring it into the, I believe, appropriate glass for this. We'll what see. what what did you say? What kind of drink is that? A Weiss, <laughs> Berlin style, Bernier style, whatever it said. I've no it's, idea. What looks you're crisp. About. Looks refreshing. Ooh. Oh, look at all that sediment oh, coming God. to the bottom. Don't let me drink that. I'll be pooping my pants. <laughs> glove, glove, glove. <laughs> and then, what, did we talk about... Maybe I'll give this a little sniffsky. <laughs> a little snitsky sniffsky. <laughs> um, yeah, you, you enjoy sniffing them. Yeah, so we talked... I don't even think you said it's called playing favorites. Did you say that? Mm-hmm. And I think the play on that is playing favorites because the song is bad rep. Yeah. So it's like the opposite. Yeah, I don't know. It was the closest thing I could find, so it's fuck yeah. <laughs> I just think of Jay saying, oh. <laughs> no, oh. one, <laughs> no one loves him. He's the, oh. he's the lovable loser. I don't like the smell of that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, it almost smells like an IPA. Not weed, not weed enough for an IPA, but, you know, kind of in that realm. Oh, I think I'm going to throw up. Fucking disgusting. <laughs> I've got to let the sediment settle before I, so I don't throw up. Better mix that boy up. It's like... Um, <laughs> I said I like some pulp. Who was <laughs> <laughs> that? It's the uh, paving guy. I'm thinking of having the driveway redone. You smoking? What is this, a third degree? It says with pulp. You like it with pulp? Not this much. I like the one that says some pulp. The fuck was that right, for? That's our Sopranos reference for the week. All right, are you ready to jump into this so that we can get this done and watch Carly Rae Jepsen on TV? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I really, really can't do it. Just 
and they're killing it. Ah, damn. Baby, baby. Come on, goddammit, Chris! Chris! Yes! You know what? Go in there and knock on the door. She's got a new album coming out this year. Sorry to timestamp it, folks, but I cannot wait. Uh, she doesn't take any. Her, her She's limitless. She's timeless. Yeah, that's true. That's what I was trying to say. I got to get a photo of this, too, before I drink it all. Yeah, while Chris does that, I will uh, talk about the, the notes here. Uh, producer on this track. Oh, this will be funny. Producer on this track is Mike E. Clark, as we said, uh, on the cover of the beer can that uh, Mike Clark is hugging his family tightly. <laughs> we had a little, what do you call it, uh, discussion if this was a Mike Clark track or a Fritz track. Yeah, I don't know if we know this for sure. So we uh, contacted, right before we started recording, our buddy Jiggles, the homie, and uh, he confirms... That it is Mike Clark track. He thinks the Fritz only did three songs, to which Chris said, and I quote, "What the fuck does he know?" <laughs> <laughs> I wish we had that on. <laughs> I'm just saying. Hey, I, I need some. Uh, I need some confirmation other than just him saying that. You know, what's what's his uh, source? I need a source for this. I, I think it's still up in the air. I think it could go either way. <laughs> what's your source, and what the fuck do you know? Are two totally different things. Love you. Jiggle, I didn't mean any harm by it. I'm just saying, I think we can still investigate. Yes, it was just funny. I think it's tentatively Mike Clark, but I don't know. There's a little Fritz vibes to it, maybe. Chris is legitimately mad at me because I just threw him under the bus without (laughs) telling him I was going to do that. Just go take your picture. You don't have to sit here. I'll tell it to his face if we ever run into him. You beat your fucking ass is what he would do. Hit your head with a guitar like Honky Tonk and Macho Man. Time on this track is a nice, healthy four minutes and 46 seconds. I think we do have a good uh, 30 seconds or so intro. I don't know about that. We don't really have an outro, but we have some weird bullshit. So I'm sure that'll tie up our nearly five minutes here. Track number, as we said, this is episode 10, track 10. Nothing on this season uh, throws us off of that. Not found in anything else. We don't have any like samples or notes or anything crazy. But one note to note, as, as what a note does, is uh, this is only the uh, one of those tracks that has five members. Right. Blaze, Twisted, ICP. Psychopathic family. <laughs> See, this is where I think, <laughs> where I think you're speculating that it's a Mike Clark track because Fritz would still be around and they could easily add... You know, Mars, but maybe Mars just doesn't make sense on this. Maybe he's like, I can't rap about whatever this is. It doesn't fit. That's also true. But for whatever reason, no Mars, no ABK. Just, it's not the, Jesus Christ. It's not the four-member era. It's not the full era. It's like that weird five-member era. It's not the Godsmack era or the Crazy Bone era. <laughs> One of Isham's many eras. Vampiro. Child of the wretched, wicked darkness. Are you done? No. (laughs) All right. So those are the notes you uh, done over there with your gimmick? Yep. All right. I need to turn the lights back up because I can't see. (laughs) Sorry, I forgot to turn it back up. (laughs) Jesus Christ. You got to listen and watch in live as I took a photo. Isn't that kind of fun, folks? Enjoy enjoy that, huh? I don't know. (laughs) That's the last time I leave you alone to talk for 30 seconds. I was... (laughs) It's again like when Jerry Lawler, you know, the color guy gets stuck when, you know, the 
someone goes to the table and the play-by-play guy's mic goes out, the yeah. color guy's got to call commentary, it doesn't go well. <laughs> Is that too bright? Or are we okay? No, it's good. Okay. Just ruin the ambiance. Ambiance. I can turn it back down it's if fine. you want. All right. I have my lyric book. I don't have my pencil, so I'll just have to wing it. Bad rap. Rap. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Sounds like, never mind. It <laughs> doesn't sound like that at all. So bad rep, as in bad reputation. Yeah. Or maybe they're just bad representatives. You know, they're, you know, you got store reps. Maybe they're <clears throat> dark carnival reps and they're upset with their representation of the dark carnival. And- in general. <laughs> I think we've started doing this, but just overall, if the song is bad rep, I think we're talking, ugh, my notebook is getting too fat. I can't keep it straight here. Sorry for all the noise. Um, talking about like what the song is actually about before we start getting into it based on the title and the opening chorus. Um, I forgot to point out this is technically untitled, but go on. Yes. Um, so we're assuming, or we're kind of pre-speculating what the song is about, why everyone here has a bad reputation, whether it's in their family, friends, circle, neighborhood. I mean, probably because they were sleeping with corpses a few episodes back. That probably is a probably <laughs> doesn't help their reputation. No. Is this well before we get super deep into it? Does this go along with your uh, your theory about moving through the pyramids, or or we're <laughs> well, gonna wait till the end? To... Yeah. So, um, of course, they you know they got possessed back in Black Magic a few episodes back became like vampires or just feeding for blood they needed blood to sac- you know quench the thirst of this curse they got and then from then they got you know tried to another spell they removed these demons and then they got a whole another demon possessed on headache completely possessed by a demon so now they're like I got a bad reputation I got two demons fighting in my head no one knows who I am I got multiple personalities so that's that's where we're at I think and now they're just complaining about the demons in their heads all right <laughs> if you say so. Uh, opening chorus, Mr. Violent J. Uh, it's good to have him back at the front. <laughs> yeah. He missed it for a week or two. <laughs> front man of Dark Lotus, right back at it. Starts with a little, like, record-scratching intro, a little chk Then it goes into the yeah, shaggy. <laughs> kind of simplistic, I guess, chorus here. Um, but it sets the tone for the whole song, right? Like Jay saying, everybody loves me. Mom and daddy love me. Neighbors love me. Someone got to love me. But after all of those, you hear no. Yeah. So it's like he's, I don't know, hyping himself up. But then there's a voice, whether in his head or just the rest of society saying, no, that's wrong. Right. That was always cool live. Um, you recently posted the... Set list from the gathering. That was a, that was one of the handful they actually played. Right, it was bad rap. Yeah, I think that was. I didn't count. I remember but them all bouncing up and down, be like, no, no. There's only like four songs, <laughs> yeah, right? They open with three, and then they close with Jungle Family. <laughs> My God, which makes sense. It's a new album. You know, you don't want to give people a bunch that they don't know. I mean, I'm not disagreeing. I just in our heads we kept saying like, oh, I bet they played the whole CD. Yeah. Uh-uh. <laughs> which. Do I want to get into this now or later? Uh, I'm sure it'll come up later. (laughs) This CD isn't its own... uh, The Lotus gimmick isn't a gimmick. 
Like, there's a handful of songs on here that fit that narrative, yeah. but it's basically an ICP and Twisted CD. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, as we went through, yeah, the, the three sessions kind of chunks. Yeah, um, if we start breaking those up, then, yeah, I bet that gets outweighed incredibly. Yeah, everything early is for sure just, they're just ICP Twisted and the new guy Blaze. <laughs> I mean, might as well. Why can't you have... Hound Dogs on the CD, right. or or any of those. This is the track that solidifies it, that it's anything. It's just a group. Yeah, this is just a group track, I feel like. Also, they just we haven't talked about this, I don't think. Maybe other super groups don't do this, so I, I don't know. Super villains, mm. they all have, like, alter egos. Yeah. Riders have alter egos. Lotus is just them. Yeah. Oh, hi, I'm Violent J. I'm Jamie Madrox. <laughs> it's like, weird, because they kind of, like, talk like they're a different entity at times but they don't they're not at all like yeah they've dropped their names multiple times and i hope this isn't violent j in this song (laughs) that's a whole nother discussion (laughs) that we'll get get to in a minute so yeah nice uh 30 seconds here of violent j's uh whatchamacallit intro also is is great on this one i I think that stands out yeah no very cool Hmm? (laughs) verse number one the monoxide child of the band Twisted. Oh, the little boy. What? <laughs> he was a child of the band. <laughs> They're young boys. So he leads right into that gimmick, right? Uh, yeah. Everyone treating him like shit, not knowing why. And then he goes into kind of the shitty things that he does, mm-hmm. I guess, or why people hate him. Um, I highlighted here that... I maybe I, I guess I'm familiar with it, but I very rarely, if ever, hear it used. I'm out of my tree. Like, do you ever hear or use that phrase? Oh no, that sounds like something like the twenties. That boy's <laughs> out of his tree. <laughs> um, or something very southern, like that boy ain't right. But it just basically means that you're crazy. Did you look that up? Yeah, but I don't know the origin of it. Please. Don't let it be something that we have to delete <laughs> off of here. But, yeah, it's just like you're off your rocker, you're out your tree. Yeah, I, that does feel like, yeah, out of your rocker. Let's see. Very southern, very, uh, you know, shout out to all of our southern listeners. I don't know how many we really have. Oh, it says it's an urban dictionary. It says it's being under the influence of chemical substances. Have you seen Amy? Yeah, she's out of her tree on the dance floor. Do you think that's the same Amy that wound up in the attic? Probably. <laughs> Is that the same Amy that was singing on Take Me Home? I think that could be. Jeez. <laughs> oh, Sorry. Um, I've been, like, sick this entire episode. I don't, or this entire season. I think it's a curse. This is, like, the first episode I don't feel like shit. I feel better because I went to a minute clinic and got a, a Z-Pack. Because I had sinus infection. So this is twice already this year. I've gotten a cold or something from you know daycare, and then it just sits and festers in my sinus tract and it becomes an infection. So I feel better on that end. It's just still kind of like... Yeah. Did you get that Z-Pack uh, from WWE's doctors? <laughs> That's just like a steroid, though. It's like five hours in taking it. I'm like, boom, I'm already feeling good. I get it. Well, Sam Punk didn't get it. <laughs> Almost killed his ass. So yeah, uh, one interesting note here in it. Comes up in a couple of verses here. Uh, get on your knees and pray. Lotus is your judgment day. So That's he's, a standout track or line to me on this. Man, I think he's got a couple. Yeah. 
His whole verse is kind of memorable to me. The opening Super Bowl. Everybody treats me like a, like I'm the Antichrist. Yeah, that's real cool. <laughs> I like that he just starts being like, well, why does everyone hate me? I don't know. I like to hang with the hookers and winos and get tats with their heroin needles. You know what? <laughs> Seems like people in the neighborhood would think you're weird. And I mean, Jesus hung with hookers and winos? No wow, one. look at you. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> You just took that in a different direction. Um, well then, uh, church boy, I, I love to kiss on the bitches with bad breath and choke her by the neck while I just fuck her to death. I don't think Jesus was doing that. No. Maybe well, bad breath. I mean, they probably weren't brushing their teeth back then. So he's kissing on the bitches? Goes back to them being uh, maybe time warped into the Egyptian temple and they find other selves back in ancient Egyptian time. Or the zombies in the graveyard. Neither of them have been brushing their teeth. So, this is a callback, I think, to either Alibaba or... And we danced. He's kissing on some ancient Egyptians that he found back before there was the invention of a toothbrush. Or the zombies who weren't brushing their teeth. So now either the... (laughs) Now the cemetery is in ancient Egypt. (laughs) I'm just saying, either or, either song. Was he the one that had to take the girl's teeth out? Ooh, yeah, he was. So, yeah. The breath probably was kicking right through that <laughs> hole in the mouth. <laughs> Something was kicking through the hole in the mouth. Funk of 50,000 years. Is that what they say on that? I don't know, who cares? We're <laughs> over it. We're on the next track. Uh, so, yeah, it, as much as we're making fun of this, like, it actually tells a very... It sets a good precedent for what the song is about, right? And he gives some... Um, um, some Lotus, like, uh, at least referencing Lotus for a track that's not very Lotus-like. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I really pick that sentence. Like, so the beginning is kind of him setting the stage. The end is saying what he does that's fucked up. But that part, get on your knees and pray Lotus is your judgment day. Is he telling them, like, hey, all you people who, like, don't understand what I'm doing, like, yeah. I'm kind of, like, not the next coming, but, like, Lotus is coming and like this is normal. Yeah, maybe because you're judging all of us. Get your knees and pray. Lotus is here to fuck you up. And now it's normal to yeah, it kinda, do it what kinda, you're doing. Kind of doesn't fit when you break it down, but it sounds cool throughout the oh. like when it pops up. So I guess as much as we make fun of <laughs> all of these <laughs> tracks, right? Listening to this on the way here to the studio today. Mm. Yeah, I'm sitting here and I'm dissecting like, oh, that doesn't make sense, blah, blah, blah. But if you take it out of that, yeah, it's a sweet song. Yeah, just bumping it. (laughs) Thinking about like the first time you heard it live or on the CD or whatever, yeah, it's super cool. It's just, we're just doing something stupid and breaking down like, what do these lyrics actually mean? (laughs) And it kind of throws that into a tizzy and maybe we can all sit here and just kind of make fun of it a little bit. Mm -hmm. But if in two months or six months or whatever I put on the CD and I'm just listening to listen to yeah. enjoy good verse good song mm-hmm. good CD like, and a good it, spot where it pops up because he had um, Headache was more of a and, and Give Me That Blood well, Give Me That Blood was more of a beat but Headache yeah kind of darker dip down a yeah, little bit um, quieter this is more just a you know upbeat party track mm-hmm. almost so just to uh, you know Every once in a while, we got to say we're not being negative towards the product. We're having fun. Yeah, I mean, we're doing it. We're doing this every week because we enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think anyone's really called us out for it. And no. I know this is a side note, but like, we're just fucking around. We're yeah. just being fun. Like, we love this song. We love this CD. But 
Yeah, breaking down some word by word is <laughs> fucking absurd. Yeah. So that's <laughs> that's all. the fun of it. <laughs> that's our uh, little, you know, later on when someone accuses us of being toxic. Yeah, <clears throat> we're trying not to add to the toxicity. Well, of, I'll tell them. Well, kiss my ass. The red eye marks the spot. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're jumping right into verse two with Shaggy Two Dope. What the fuck is the red eye? <laughs> like, you know, it little. <laughs> The circle around your actual asshole. You know, it's a little red. Isn't that the brown eye? Why would you That's because you didn't eye? wipe it. That means you're dirty. You got a little brown ski hanging no, around. They, they, always, they always call it the brown eye or the brown door. I thought that was a reference to your shit, like, being there. No, I think it was just your butthole. Should uh, I Google what red eye <laughs> asshole means? You're gonna, if you Google red eye, you're going to get Rachel McAdams. You're going to start jerking I off still, right now. I still got to see that movie. You've never seen I that? I know. It's fucking Wes Craven and Rachel McAdams. How am I not watching this? It was a trivia question at Astronomicon the first year. <laughs> I think I gave you that question. No, I don't think you did. No. Yeah. Then what was the question? It was something about Wes Craven's uh, highest grossing movie. Wasn't it Nightmare uh, on Elm Street or something? I think of the top five. Four were Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. What was the fifth one? I think that was it. Yeah. Don't try to take credit for my <laughs> shit. I had some good ones this year. Just because you just because you got one under your belt doesn't mean that <laughs> you're going to be lucky we don't have to delete this if you fucking, if it bombs it up. I put a good sign phone on it. <laughs> um, I think the red eye maybe is Boyle. Is it Boyle? <laughs> He's got a little hemorrhoid boy back there. <laughs> that could be it. So, those, are, those are bright red and sticking. I don't know. I think it's just the little circle around your asshole. Right, like the areola to the nipple? Yeah. You think it's the the, the puckering of the butthole? <laughs> Anyways, he drops the lotus line here to find the lotus click while well, you gotta look. So he's talking lotus. Yeah. Fuck it. Overall, this verse sucks. <laughs> what What are you talking about? As much as we said that, like, hey, this is the title... The, the, the chorus is leading us to something. Monoxide led us to something. You tell me, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> you please explain that to me. Uh, he's saying uh, people like are cool with him, faking, faking it to his face, but behind their back they're talking shit to him. So he's like, you can kiss my ass, I don't give a shit about you. And they're asking him what, you know, what makes him tick, what the, what the fuck he's doing in his life. He don't know, he's crazy. You can't see what he's doing with trifocal heat, sp- heat specs. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I think he. I don't think he got the memo on what the song is about. <laughs> I get the matter of fact. Fuck you and my rep. Like yeah. he's saying, it doesn't matter what you think of me, but the rest of that, I just. I don't get it. He's saying people to his face are cool to him, but behind their I, back, he's I get that. makes him want to snap. That's basically what the whole first part is. Then he throws in a lotus line that kind of sticks out of just randomly. I don't know. When you're reading it, I, I can put it more together, but listening to it like over and over, I'm like, this doesn't doesn't tie in. I don't, know. I don't think it's that that off the off the rails. My note is doesn't say at all why people hate him. And it doesn't. Uh, that's true. Because monoxide so far is hanging out with heroin and junkies and winos. Bad breath bitches. <laughs> hey, well, he's just part of the Lotus Click. The Lotus Click in general has got a bad rap. <laughs> All right. Trifuckle heat spec, so that's a pretty... Uh, 
very specific. I had to look what trifocals are. Do you think Shaggy was wearing them back then? <laughs> I think he. I think he had glasses all along. I don't know. I just assumed it was like I'm picturing like desert where he's got like the, <laughs> yeah. the night vision. Goggles. I was thinking Jurassic Park when he puts that big head thing on. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> The giant binoculars. But trifocals are like for near and far sighted, right? That's that's what I was just looking to verify. Yeah. You said that there's nothing on uh on genius about this song. We can start throwing stupid shit in there like that. About that stuff. Trifocals are uh <laughs> just to get our point total up. Yeah. We have like hundred and twenty six points. Oh yeah, good job. I think so. I didn't do anything for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm busy making memes. <laughs> You're busy putting twisted faces on Chris Farley. <laughs> Lotus faces on Joe Biden. <laughs> uh, are you done with him? Back to the hook. Everybody love me. Boom. How my daddy love me. No. A fun live one. Yeah, so we get that chorus again. Everybody love me. No. How my daddy love me. No. All my neighbors love me. No. Someone gotta love me. Everybody love me. No. How my daddy love me. I wrote delusional because... It kind of just goes towards he doesn't realize how people yeah. perceive him. So, <sighs> Verse 3, Violent J. Double verse boy, we should call him, because he's got a... Got double. a story to tell. <laughs> so my wife was looking at my notebook. <laughs> I think she was making fun of me today, because she's like, you're very well organized. I'm like, this is my Dark Lotus notebook. <laughs> Dark Lotus notebook. And she's like, oh, because like, she was trying to read some of it. And I said, yeah, look at this. And I have a little frowny face next to this verse. <laughs> a little frowny face. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, this is, uh, yeah. So it's a double verse. Cause it's he, double because he's got to split the two. There's five members. So you got two in the front, two in the back. The guy in the middle, you spread it out so it's like a sandwich. Violent J sandwich. <laughs> he's, he's double the he's double wide, double <laughs> double meat, double cheese. <laughs> uh, extra dollar at Subway here for this song. He was putting a couple extra dollars in this area. <laughs> Come over here. I want to tell you a story. He tells a good story. Uh, I joke. About how fucking three minutes of this song is Violent J, and I joke that <laughs> he just talks, <laughs> and then he has to double it up. But this is a very memorable, and as we say, very ICP of 2001 verse. Yeah. This has him written all over it, which goes back to, this is not Lotus-like. This could be on Bizarre. This could be on Jekyll Brothers. Yeah. This could be on The Tempest. Whatever the fuck. Right. It's... Just him talking about goofy, stupid shit. Don't get me started when we get to the end. That's a whole nother thing. So don't don't throw that in before we're. Too no, we early. have to we have to start with cocaine cum with a crack pipe dick. What a fucking line. <laughs> that, that is funny. <laughs> Couldn't get a bass head to buff my shit. And I have a note. So the beat like has the little like the record skip yeah. there, which is cool. I think that adds to. Ooh, I just whistled. It's <laughs> uh, spooky. It adds to, oh, the light was on in your street, so that was good. Oh, that's there. good. Well, they, know, they know this is a more upbeat song, so it the is. spirits let the light back on for this one. Although of all ten songs so far, I'm pretty sure it's rained on my way here like eight <laughs> of the ten. So every time I'm walking up your driveway, I'm like, God damn it, it's fucking... I got it's a sign we do Black Rain next. This Black Rain well, keeps falling down. Wrong Lotus. <laughs> Let's stick to this Lotus first. <laughs> Uh, let's stick to the cocaine comma. Crack pipe <laughs> dick. 
Speaking of crack cuts, I am a crack <laughs> That's that's like you said, Jay of that time. When I mean, I don't change his voice up like that. Crack in my head. I could have cocaine come with a crack pipe dick, and I couldn't get a bass head to buff my shit. Speaking of crackheads, I am a crack kid. I mean, I don't smoke, but I got a crack in my head. Like it's cool. Like we all love it. It's just so fucking goofy yeah. and stupid. <laughs> This, we talked about it last season, and this is just a side-by-side comparison of the differences, I'll say at the time, but I mean, I think it's changed over time, the differences between Twisted and ICP. Right. Like, ICP are great at storytelling and putting things together and merch and tours and all that shit, mm-hmm. right? Fucking rapping is not one of them. <laughs> like, Jamie Madrox is an MC. Yeah. That, He's not an MC like fucking Royce. He's but in the like, juggle, yeah, the juggalo yes. world, yeah. MC for sure. And, and I think he's he's even underrated when it just comes to general. Um, yeah, because yeah. I don't think he, because of where he's fit in. Yes, he doesn't I, get enough credit in general for I wasn't, type of his flow. I mean, everyone knows I'm not saying that. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm I know, not but saying just that. If a general he went to like statement on it. Yeah, if he went to like Detroit normal normal <laughs> hip hop, he'd be fine it's just the fact that yeah right he gets looked at he has a bad rap that's what i meant <laughs> yeah, that's where i was tying this together no but like you said see how i dodge things like we said <laughs> sh- sh- i can get right out of that and everything's levels boy. yeah like royce's level is a fucking there's not many people in general and rap at all who's gonna t- touch what he's doing yeah um but yeah if he was just rapping like you said local hip-hop scene he would totally have fit in on the as as this time early two thousands in local Detroit you had the Paradigm Fat Killers oh god um, I wasn't even thinking about no, the but time like, frame but, no, but yeah when right, you said like, Detroit hip hop I'm thinking like if he wasn't doing this and he was doing that stuff he would have oh, totally fit and fuck, probably yeah. been one of the better ones in the group for sure <laughs> <He'd> been, <laughs> yeah he, I just I want to diss people but I can't I have to be nice. <laughs> You can diss people if you want, but... Just homie Jiggles. Oh! <laughs> and Boy Kelly earlier. Don't... don't I'm, hot, I'm hot at all our friends on this episode. Yeah, why are you mad at Boy Kelly? What did he do? Remember, he was big time with us in the Gordy days. Oh, yeah. Was, <laughs> did, we, did we record that, or were we talking about that before we started recording? I think we recorded that. I don't even remember. <laughs> Sorry, Kelly. He's a good boy, Kelly. <laughs> we were, we're just having fun. Sorry. Anyways, back to Violent J. Uh, um... So yeah, he uh, he's a crackhead, but not really, because he has a crack in his head. He sews it together, and uh, <laughs> nobody loves me. I'll be quick to admit it. My mama says she loves me, but she won't let me in it. <laughs> I'm kidding. Christopher, explain to me what is he kidding about? That he wants to fuck his mother? Are you sure that he's not kidding that she wouldn't let him in it? <laughs> Come on, now. <laughs> you were the one that said it was a character, and that's okay for me to ask this question. Uh, as I went through, I'm taking them all as characters, of course, because, yeah, they're not... Because they're using their same name, so, I mean, but, um, why would it be a character? It's like wrestling. They're, you're yourself, but over-the-top goofiness. But Jay, I think, has some some stuff that are called real stuff, like with his, with his dad beating him with a brick, like... I'm not saying he was getting beat with a brick back then, but his dad, obviously, in his book, you know, was a... Piece of shit. Yeah, so... I was going to mention that, that he... I don't know if he would admit it or not, but I bet he pulls a little bit of personal history yeah. into stuff like this. I think there, amplifies is, there it. is some reality in that stuff, and then, yeah... So you're saying bump. he was hitting on the phone. <laughs> God damn it. You Probably. walked right into that. Right? 
<laughs> I'm just saying. I think some of it's influenced on you know, that level. Uh, I, I don't, <laughs> don't want to say that. All right. That was one, though, as we talked about first hearing this, first listen through this, that line and, like, him jacking off to Shaggy <laughs> was the, when we first heard the CD that weekend, The Gathering, and I'm like, man, fucking, what is Jay on this? He's, like, out of control. He's so... And 20 years later, we still haven't talked to Chris Sanchez. <laughs> He's like, fuck this, I'm out. Can't listen to this anymore. Well, um, we'll get to Sanchez popped hard in the line on this. At the end? Yeah. So you just want to get right to that? I mean, I guess that's where we're at, right? Yeah. So, so this is also, sorry. No, no, no. He's a character. They got my, then you got my brothers. They call me Mental Case. He's only got one brother in real life. Right. So, character. Or he's calling the Lotus guys brothers. That's true. Know. Maybe he's calling because his neighbors love him. Maybe his neighbors are his brothers. True. Anyways, um, <laughs> his head throbs. And then you want to, you can go right ahead. I, I take all the thunder here, so you might as well. And then he comes with the most, as we would call it, oh, fuck it. <laughs> the most horrorcore, wicked line of the entire album. <laughs> I'm about to roll Columbine and finish the fucking job. And he goes, pop, 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 pop. And that was the line we were, we were driving back to the hotel. Like I remember it in my head, we were listening, and Sanchez was like, "Whoa!" Like he always had the craziest like laugh. I remember we went to see Side Note. We went to see Halloween Resurrection. We fucking <laughs> which Buster, one was that? Buster, Buster Rhymes. Buster Rhymes dropped the uh, <laughs> oh. trick or tree motherfucker, and Roundhouse kicks him. Sanchez laughed so hard and like loud, and everyone turned around the theater to look at us. And <laughs> Sanchez is a a big man, yeah, and like a jacked that man. Era for yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. So like that was the same thing we were driving, and he like, what? What did he say? Like, because this wasn't that far off from when that happened. What two years? Columbine removed? was. Did we say ninety nine or two thousand? Yeah, ninety nine. So yeah, this was not very far. No, after and that was the first. Like now, it's like you're numb to it, sadly. But back then, that was like the first big school shooting that you've seen. So to him pull that out, it was like, oh fuck, this is, this is dark. And as I said, the most wicked horrorcore album, of course. So, Pete, what do you want to say about that? Yeah, I just, I, I think we touched on it a couple of weeks ago, right? But if that's, that's the definition of wicked. Is in that, my in my eyes, that's yeah. When I think of like horrorcore, which I hate, it's that. It's like something up, offensive and over the top to like whoa. So, I think that's two different things, and maybe this is not the time or the place. <laughs> That would be a good, I mean, we've had guests, that'd be an interesting uh, round table if we had like, Yeah. it's funny that you just brought them up, like I'd bring Kelly and Jiggles to that, like what, what makes something wicked? To mm-hmm. your definition, correct me if I'm wrong, it's something that's politically incorrect or like touches a nerve. Uh, I like and not politically incorrect like words like we've talked about. Like I'm not looking to be offensive to sexuality or race or gender. Yeah, no, n- not like that. Not offensive in that term, but like and violence. Yeah, of like so violence type. Yeah, that's what I take it as. Is the line is that cartoon nightmares mm-hmm. where he talks about flying a plane into record label towers? Is that wicked? Yeah, I, I think so. Because that's definitely clearly referencing 9-11 on that. Well, yeah. No shit. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's not like he's, he's saying it as a... Because that, that came out in 2001, right? That, that couldn't have. That had to be 2002. 
But it does seem like 01. No, because 01 was the... Because it was September. Yeah, there's no way they would record that. It had to be 03. But still, close enough to like, oh, fuck. Yeah, too soon. (laughs) Too soon now. (laughs) But yeah, it's... uh... So it was like, yeah, I get what you're saying, though, like... The joke, the aristocrats, like, is that horrorcore? Is that horrorcore comedy? I, mean, I, I was thinking, you know, like anything, like, <clears throat> it's a couple weeks now, but Gilbert Gottfried, yeah. rest in peace, like, take a shot to Gilbert. A little Sipsky. Everything he says is super offensive, mm-hmm. right? But, like, that's not wicked. That's just, like, yeah, comedy. And what's, I don't even know what the word I'm looking for is, but, like, some people find it funny, some people don't. Yeah. It's the, this day and age, more people don't, but. I find, I don't know. You're hypocritical if you like something and don't like something else. So I'm not trying to. Uh, I, yeah, I, I, it's, to me, it's funny because it's done in a smart way, and it's not done as like, I don't know. It's not like a attack on whoever it's involved. You know, I don't know. I think if it's yeah, if it if it if it's well well written, if it's not like as we come to this, like. Uh, there's plenty of bedlam songs back in the day that were just like we're gonna say shit just to like say offensive words and shit. That yeah, not yeah. not trying to make like a story or a drawn out like joke or something. Like yeah, just I literally just the first words out of your yeah. Like, mouth oh, what's like, what's fucked up kill. stuff we could talk about? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Abduct, murder, rape, kill was their song. I'm like <laughs> the order they say it doesn't even make sense. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought about that. I just assumed there was different aspects. Not <laughs> yeah. you know, not not a recipe. <laughs> I'm just saying, like that's that's where I think I always usually don't like horror horror because to me it was that era of like people who would like take a few things Esham or ICP or people did and like oh we're gonna do that times twenty and it's just yeah. you're doing it for the excess of like and how much can you do like yeah. even if you're got a song <laughs> we joke about and we danced right yeah. which is pretty tame and comical yeah even if you made that vulgar as fuck. How do you how do you put that up for like four minutes? Like, yeah. how can you talk about that shit? That's like, what, what could you even do? And then you're doing that over like a whole CD. It's like uh, it's like deathmatch wrestling. Good deathmatch wrestling's like FMW, Big Japan, where like it's just enough. A little sprinkled in, a little explosion. Yeah. Then you got to like where CCW is out of control, and they're just like, here's three hours of people trying to murder each other with like needles and fucking wee whippers and first match has like a pencil death match I was gonna equate it and you and our buddy Steve would probably be more into this um there's like horror movies that are smart Mm -hmm. and there's horror movies that are just over the top for the sake of you know like you can have one that is the era of like the saw and uh they called it like torture porn where yeah all the stuff from like the 80s where we love 80s horror like slashers and people getting their heads cut off and all but like it was more like campy and Mm -hmm. goofy to where like they took in like let's just make realistic kills and torture to make people like want to turn their heads like yeah yeah i don't need that no i don't need texas chainsaw to be like literally like sawing someone in half yeah you know but i can't think of one i'm sure you guys could and maybe this is cliche and like trying to sound smart. Couldn't your best horror movie not even like show what the monster ha- is? Halloween. Like, Halloween's the in my mind the best one of my favorite movies ever. Best horror movie. There's like what f- three four kills in it. There's like no blood. Yeah. 
I'm probably not. Even used- Texas, the original Texas Chainsaw is super scary, terrifying. There's not a lot of like gore and violence in it. But you get like the newer two, and that's yeah. just straight up like chainsaw on someone's belly and like ripping them in half. Which right? the the new the new one Netflix is bad as a movie, but there's a lot of just fun gore. But that's another thing. Like there could be fun gore. But like when you're doing like hyper realistic and it's just like torture and yeah. gore like for no reason whatsoever, that just I, becomes I like this that. is like exhausting. Yeah, that's what Bedlam was. <laughs> bedlam was exhausting. To I you? say that with the kinds of terms. I was a Bedlam Mark for a while there. You were a Bedlamite. I still have my T-shirt. <laughs> the definition on the back. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we've been arguing that I feel like the last couple of weeks. But the whole wicked quote unquote, I just yeah, I don't know. It's weird to me, but maybe it's because I was never into it. Right. I was just straight juggalo, I, ICP Twisted Blaze. I wasn't. Yeah, you like, were never even into Esham, which was like the. Very, very little. Yeah. But even like. Grave Diggers, <sighs> that, that, that was a more national version of like. That's the thing. So we had this discussion with someone recently of like, you guys all love Esham because he was local and big in Detroit. And that really is the truth. Like, especially when you look, I know. Scrabbles or streams aren't the end. I said Scrabbles. That's a week. Last FM is it shows you all your statistics what you listen to. Streams, what I meant. You go on Spotify. <laughs> you look at Esham's streams. Like his highest stream is like four thousand. Which I know you're not counting how, when he was bigger back in the day, right? But he really was way more localized. You know, music wise, I just remembered who we were talking about about this, and I'm like, did we talk about this on an episode? And I forgot now. I <laughs> no, remember. this is, off, this is off, the off air conversation, <laughs> <laughs> but it's kind of true. Like, he was big here, he and his claim to fame is influencing Eminem. Like, how many people would even know who he was if Eminem didn't say his name? Probably the same number that know it now because I just blew over it. Yeah, like true. If, if We'll use Garrett, right? Garrett probably knows of Esham because of us, unfortunately. Yeah. But he's—it's hard to say because he's from here. Like, yes, uh, anyone outside like, of the area. If you—if he was from somewhere else, mm-hmm. would he remember that verse from M that long ago and be like, "Oh, I know Esham." Yeah, I don't know if he would. But like, Esham's always credited as one of the influencers of horrorcore, wicked chill. Yeah, and you can't take that away from. No, him, and right? I think he is, but like, I—I I don't. Yeah. We're so plugged into Detroit and him being like, he was the man back in the day. Everyone was like, oh, those shows are scary. You don't mm-hmm. want to go to Esham show. He comes out of a coffin, all this crazy shit. But yeah, outside of the area, I'd be curious. Like, Grave Diggers was the album that was, like, scary. Ghetto Boys, like. Which is crazy. Yeah, those are, like, the true, not the true, but they were other influencers of said Yeah. Culture. Yeah, how much did those influence more so than Esham when it comes to that type of stuff? That's. That's a whole other side yeah. topic, but but then obviously, ICP and Twisted influenced a whole another. Oh yeah, I think they group of people. They more so influence what that whole we see the wave of horrorcore from. I think it also comes with the time, right? Like, Esham was doing this in '91, so yeah. people were in from then to like '96. Let's say were influenced by him. People who were at those people were just doing like tapes in their basement. Yeah. You've had a couple that broke out, right? right? People who were influenced by ICP from like 96 to fucking now. Mm-hmm. Not saying you, back then, but like you could record on your computer. You could easily make a tape, a CD, put it online. Yeah. Now I think you have two distinct waves. You have the uh, ones who were making CDs, but you said it were easier than the tapes and like... The technology is what you I'm still saying. Like, early days of internet, you could put it out there easier. You could um, pro But then like now, the... 
almost like Ouija Mac broke out of this next wave of people who were influenced yeah. from this music. And you could just, like, he's the same thing. He puts out fucking 500 albums. You could put as much as you want online. Yeah. Easily it's, record it. I'm just trying to think back, like, from <clears throat> even, like, 96 to, let's say, 01. All of the quote-unquote local or yeah. horrorcore or juggalo rappers, you just had an influx of them. Is it because ICP had a bigger uh, bigger umbrella? So more people were spinning off of it than Isham? I think that has part of it, too. Yeah, I think for sure. But the technology, time. like, there was no internet in 91. Yeah. So people influenced by Isham couldn't just put their shit out there. Right, you had to have heard them from an actual cassette tape. Or I wish something. I can remember more people. Like, I keep going back to, like, Hell's Kitchen and, like, shit like that that may not technically... The Hellfire be, Club? Not the Hellfire Club. <laughs> <laughs> that may technically be horrorcore, but, like... That's like, like Detroit and Toledo, like that type of music. And I'm sure they don't want to like be cast as juggalo rappers, mm-hmm. but I don't know. That's kind of the, you can't have it both ways. You can't cater to those fans right. and then be totally influenced by them. Bad love, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, flat out, they had to be influenced by ICP. Oh yeah. I had the VHS tape in a, uh, Madness was the dude, and he had his one room was all fucking old Esham and ICP posters and stuff. Yeah, motherfucker opened for them in '96. Did he? Uh, he's part of K- KGP, right? Can't Before remember. he was in Bedlam, everything I gather, like he's a nice guy and all mm-hmm. that shit. But like, I'm telling you, he's the only person I've ever seen booed off a of stage. That that <laughs> Halloween, they were booed off stage. Well, he wasn't like the the one who became the. The rapper of the two is Prozac, for sure. Correct. Yeah. I always go back to this CD. Uh, to go to your topic, now that I'm all over the place, Brother Lynch Hung. Oh, that yeah, That was like yeah. another one, right? That's kind of horrorcore. But he was horror. like, he's out in California, right? I just mean like he's yeah, a, from a, that era. a pre-dating of. Yeah. Now, this wasn't horrorcore, but like in that era was like Jake the Flake and people like that. Yeah. Like, But that wasn't, that was just underground hip-hop right yeah that wasn't i thought like, that was more like drug dealing yeah i think so I never thought ghetto boys was until like i've heard people say like that I, was the scary one that influenced i other agree people. like that's always like a weird one to me so this one that i always think of when we talk about this but i have no like physical recollection or i mean no tie to it i don't know what i'm trying to say there's a cd in one that came out that was called teacher killers and it was a compilation CD. And yeah. it was supposed to be like, this is the fucking craziest, wickedest, whatever. And I'm like, I, I don't get it. Mm. So looking at it now, of course this picture is fucking horrible, so I can't <laughs> see who's on it. It looks like Half-Breed, Ghetto-E, Jake the Flake, 3-6, Brother Lynch Hung, Chaos, 51-3rd, MC Breed, <laughs> uh, Mad Infinity, and more. I'm sorry if I'm reading those wrong, but this is like the worst fucking graphic ever, and you can't even like read what that what, says. Do you remember what year that like? 2001. Okay, it's on Discogs. <laughs> um, but I remember thinking like, oh, this is like what hip hop is, or what hip hop? Jesus, what horrorcore is? Like, am I supposed to like this? Right. But yeah, does that mean that like three six horrorcore? Yeah, I mean they were. Definitely spooky when they first came out. You got Freeze on here, Caster of the Savage, Dead Mike. The fuck? What is this shit? <laughs> but like, I, I just, I'm sorry. My point being, 
what makes something wicked and what doesn't. And I, we spent way too much fucking time on this. I apologize. <laughs> you you but can trim like, some off if you need. Yeah, I just, I don't know. That's but a yeah, whole, that's a... Now we're going into like the history of horrorcore, yeah. which I can't, I don't know, how did we get on that topic? But, <laughs> but like I said, in my mind, that was the most wicked, quote unquote, line in the the album. I will end with this, unless yeah. you want to keep no, going. No, it's fine. Um, I'm trying to think of, I'm confusing horrorcore with juggalo rap mm. and i'm sure those intertwine like the circle graph mm-hmm. fucking overlaps a lot but maybe not all so like i'm thinking lu cypher and fucking hell uh who did i say before hell's kitchen yeah even like um uh i mean we knew people who were doing it too fucking i can't think of their names but uh Fuck it, toxic. Mm-hmm. You, you ever meet? Tom? I remember, yeah. Um, and before them, there was like other groups that they associated with. You, it's such a fine line, like of catering to juggalo fans, right? Not saying that you're juggalo rappers, not being horrorcore, but kind of being horrorcore. Mm-hmm. Like mass confusion was what I was thinking of. There's a ton of them, and I just. I never gave them the time of day, to be perfectly honest. I'm like, this is not for me. Right. So, there's probably a ton more. And now you have, like, God, now we're going off. Like, you have Hobson and uh, Mars, not with a Z. With <laughs> the S. Who's the other asshole that uh, I just heard someone talking about? Um, th- yeah, there's a ton of them. And I just, I don't get it. It's there's not guys who are opening for Twisted, a uh, super fun group or something. I don't know if they're Juggalo rappers, but, like, they're in that... They look funny, but I've never yeah, gotten like doors. I never. Uh, I think I maybe listened to a song or two, just just out of curiosity, but I can't remember. But they're part of Bedlam's crew, right? I love Zools. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> I apologize. You're right. That's come on now. Yeah, they they're on hit. They're like sub label. Yeah, um, yeah. I wish I could remember the, who this other guy is that I'm thinking of, but I really don't know. I apologize. But yeah, there's a whole new like era of that, and they've taken it to another level. And we're not diving in, but to give Alazul and Ouija credit, they are the ones who, like, you could tell were fans. Yeah. They were fans. They came up. They did whatever. Fucking Axe Murder Boys. I guess you can say yeah. the same thing for them, right? Um, but those two in particular, like, I may not like Ouija shit. He may rap for a different generation, mm-hmm. but, like, you can tell he was a fan. Yeah. And not like a shitty... I'm rapping into my computer mic fan. Like, he's... Oh, whatever. He's, whatever. he's definitely skilled, for sure. So, I respect that you could tell he was a, a hardcore fan, and he, like, picked up that. He wasn't just like, oh, I'm gonna and be... And he didn't just copy them. Like, he did it in his own style, yeah. for sure. Yeah, he's not some shitty YouTube rapper yeah. <laughs> that's just, like, painting their face and, like, rapping about stupid shit. Maybe he is stupid. Well, that, about stupid that, that shit, goes but. back to, like you said, the, the horrorcore, where people are, yeah, just saying shit like, oh... They do scary, spooky horror stuff, so I'm gonna do it like all oh, crazy and all this. But like yeah. the actual music, fucking sucks. Yeah, I have a Where, Skeletor mask. Ah. Yeah, Ouija kind of took, like you said, the Juggalo stuff, but made it his own. Like he's not. There's nothing about him that made me think of it. Like, if I listen to him just on a whim, not knowing his connection, I wouldn't think, oh, it's ICP. But then when you listen to it a few times, you're like, oh yeah, I could get the connection. Yeah, it's yeah. subtle enough. Right. I think Alazul did the same thing. They're, right. They're yeah. way more like horror. But like talking about shit like that, but they're smart with that and they're yeah. good. Yeah, those are both good examples of people who took us all the way back to the beginning. We said of these horrorcore artists that jumped up and tried to run with it. They they 
took parts of the things that influenced them, but made it their own, and yeah, it stuck for sure. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of shit out there. But... <laughs> All right, that's enough uh, horror core history for us. So we, that's probably the last time we'll ever do that. Yeah, I'm sorry, sorry, guys. <laughs> you can thank Violent J for that. Yes. So let's reiterate: chorus, Violent J. Third verse, Violent J. <laughs> chorus, Violent J. Bridge, Violent J. <laughs> Hey, Kelly, it's me, Jay. <laughs> I always like his phone calls. <laughs> Again, I, we can't harp on this. This is not fucking Dark Lotus. This, this is, is an, straight up. This is ICP skin. This might as well be fucking Beverly Kills. So it no, like makes me think of uh, Hell's Pit. I always die. I remember picking the CD up at Rock of Ages when I worked at Red Holman, a car dealership, <laughs> driving back with my buddy who's not a juggalo, threw in the tape back. Even to this day, he references it. We're listening to it. It's the Suicide Hotline. He's like, hey, it's me. Well, I'm about to fucking kill myself. Like, this is what this skit reminds me of. Now I gotta know. Who was that? <laughs> Caleb. Caleb? Yeah. He <laughs> still to this day <laughs> says that to me. Cause he's like, what a fucking weird... Why would you buy this CD? What the hell are you talking about? I could... I'd love to talk to him about this shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. He'd be a good guest. He'd be like Garrett, but like way more low-key of like, what the fuck? He'd just be confused. He'd be like, yeah. I'm happy for you guys. I'm glad you like this. <laughs> What's he up to? I haven't talked to him in forever. Ah, just being a dad. Just normal life. <laughs> yeah, living life. I, I had someone specifically message me <laughs> and say that, are we going to make fun of Jay talking to Kelly like it's fucking K-Fresh Kelly? <laughs> hey, Kelly, it's me, Jay. I know you want to interview me for uh, HuffPo. Uh, call me back. I'm not that stale. <laughs> I'm not that stale. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, just overall, I get that you need breaks in between, something fun, blah, 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 right. skits, phone calls. This doesn't scream Dark Lotus. This screams fucking ICP. Yeah, for sure, definitely. Give like me you said, ch- it could have been from those sessions of like Bizarre Bizarre and... Now, I talked about this a couple episodes ago, and this is what I thought. So I, I misspoke back That's then. Cool. Yeah. This is what I was referring to. Where he says, give me a chance. I'm not that stale. I mean, just because. Is he say, Is he referencing, hey, just because of why I'm fucked up? Mm-hmm. Or is he leading right into, I mean, just because. And then Blaze says, terrible thoughts run through my mind. Like, yeah. Is that supposed to be one continuous thought? Yeah, I or think so. It, so Blaze is picking up on what Jay was Yeah, they're, they're all the same. They're all intertwined as the same type of uh, scumbag in this. And yeah, it just bleeds out. I like how that does it, though. It's, it's interesting. I just didn't know if that's happy coincidence or if no, Blaze was, was really picking up on what he was like, finishing what he started. I think Jay added that after he had Blaze's verse. I just played, in, played off of Blaze's verse there. So Blaze's verse... I love the dead man, right? <laughs> I love, um, <laughs> y'all like live bitches. I like the dead kind. <laughs> I line. love that line. But his verse, I, I'm not really feeling. He's not really, I guess he's talking about like his problems in his head and does it make him a bad guy? No. Like thought process wise, everyone hating on him. But I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I just don't think it fits the rest of the gimmick. That's all. Uh, it feels like a early blaze where he's still trying to figure out his place in the group. Cause he's talking about, even though we like to murder, we ain't heartless. Like he's like, okay, we're, you know, we have a lot of songs about killing and all this. So that's, that's what I gotta do. Fun loving killers. Yeah. I feel like it's him still feeling up. But it, 
I, I do love after you said the live bitches dead kind. I like the hanging with killers, creeping phantoms in the darkness. Yeah. <laughs> I like that little line too. Maybe he's talking about ICP the killers and Twisted or the phantoms. Yeah, could be. I like at the end. Well, I can't help it. I've got a bad reputation. Literally calling back to the name of the song. He's like, done that a couple times. I feel like right? it's always fun when like a movie when you're watching something and like an hour and a half in they like hit the line and yeah. you're like oh that's why it's called that and same with the song I think it's fun also fun he has a little wordplay with reputation devastation decapitation all rhyming so yeah I got three in a row there he's gotta nice. make up cause sometimes Shaggy doesn't rhyme at all oh, Jesus <laughs> he's like well we're <laughs> it's like hockey we're like minus two in the rhyme so I gotta pick <laughs> up the pace two, I gotta pick up the slack I don't know it's alright but it's I don't know. I don't think it really adds. I think like, it's it fine. It doesn't fit the gimmick. Yeah. But, like, it's fun. It's just... Yeah. I don't know. They can't all be winners, right? <laughs> uh, Jamie Madrox coming up next. Yeah. No. <laughs> you have a Zodiac? <laughs> That's what a lot of the song is. The Zodiac should be doing the hook. Yes. No. Yes. No. There's a lot of that going on here. Did you ever get your Zodiac figure? No, I still gotta get that. All right. <laughs> uh, it's also, like, you always say... As soon as Jamie's voice hits, like it's, it's like carving through the the beat, right? Yeah. Like it's cool. He rides a beat well, better than anyone for sure in the group. I think he paints a cool story. I'm sorry, I, I keep taking over. No. You, you can start. I don't want to. Yeah. Just don't do that right away. D- don't don't pick <laughs> the lowest hanging one right off the bat. No, I was just uh, I like the. They'd rather sit in the stair and make fun of my hair. That's a full juggalo from that airline. I used to rock the fucking hair like them back then for a little bit here and there. So. You know the fucking spider legs? Yeah. That's, what a mark. That's the era of that hair for sure. Just at shows, I would. <laughs> and the next day at school. Yeah, okay. I wouldn't take it out. Because <laughs> I didn't shower because I just went right to class. That happened a few times. <laughs> so I was pulling hay out of my hoodie that I was wearing that Zug Allen threw at me. <laughs> yeah, I think he goes back to... Um, dare I say the J verse and the monoxide verse where yeah. he's strictly saying, Hey, people don't like me and this is why and this is what they do. Whereas Blaze and Shaggy kinda didn't as well, I think, as, as He calls he back to Blaze too with the killer. I mean I guess anyone can say killer, but I feel like him, Jay and Blaze all tie together well on this. Hmm. My mama hates my guts, but I can never ever hate her. So he's saying everyone hates him, even his his mother. And even this bitch used to fuck. <laughs> Says my dick's too small. She must have been listening to the most tasteless. <laughs> Great callback. But we know that that wasn't true, because he right away says that's not what she was saying when she took it all Yeah, I think this show. confirms our speculation from season one. Right from the man's mouth, right from the man's pants. That it, the size was not the issue. <laughs> so it wasn't the issue, but you're saying it was there. It's there. The, the, the problem? Something's there. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, this all ties back. If you are listening right now to season two, Tales from the Lost Pod, do not know why we keep asked, bringing up Jamie's dick. Season one, we had a little uh, miscommunication with the lyrics to, uh, is it on Meek Cleaver? No, it was way before then. Where he says, uh, I thought it was like uh, before even like first day out. I thought it was like murder, murder, murder. It was early in the season. It was the line where he talks about, it sounds like he's saying, has his balls wrapped around his dick. 
Yeah, we speculated that was did he have giant balls? We can't get into yeah. this again. But regardless, it was proven that we we uh, misinterpreted the lyrics. Definitely, he just he was saying he was holding his dick and his balls, and not that he was wrapping them ab- above them. So that's why we've been speculating. And just a little side note: more confirmation that it's totally normal. As he's very vulgar to this woman, like that's. <laughs> Yeah, he, uh, he's intense. He's low key, maybe the most vulgar of the group. <laughs> I'm like, hey man, calm down a bit. She's yeah, she's just whatever. Just having sex with you. What more do you want? <laughs> what more do you want? <laughs> hey, she's uh, spreading rumors after he left. You know, I possible. Uh, all my dogs and my true friends think I'm insane. So I, I noted this. They say Jamie doesn't rationalize or talk talk in normal ways. There's a cool little like background where. I, like him, like talking gibberish. Oh, really? And then I remember it. And this bitch I used to fuck say my dick too small. She wasn't saying that when she took it all in the jaw. And all my dogs and my true friends think I'm insane. They say Jamie doesn't rationalize or talk in normal ways. I don't know if this is a uh, a total callback, but just he doesn't rationalize all. Always makes me go back to the Bone song, Unrational. Oh, that's a great tune, yeah. So, like, I don't know. I just think that's... I'm a little unrational. (laughs) I think it's a nice little, like, tie-in. Yeah. Whether... Uh, Yeah, if it's a happy coincidence or if it's uh, on purpose. That's cool. And then you have the chorus by Violent J. Then you have... And everybody. Everyone does the... No! Nope! No! Nope! Yes, for a yes, long period no. of time. Yes. <laughs> yes, no, no, yes, yes, no. <laughs> and then he has another outro where it's just like the second part of the phone yeah. call. I don't want to say this is like every guy in, at a certain age, but where you're like, hey, fuck you, call me back. Yeah. Why won't you call me back? Like, just. In our older age, if we could tell people, like, <laughs> I don't even know if, like, your brother's in this era. He may be a little too old for this, but, like, don't get tied up with that shit. Like, right. if something's not meant to be, just don't don't go for it and be this guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like, the whole angry for the sake of, like, yeah, it's not, to, you're not going to change anything. No. <laughs> crazy. And even if you are... It's not going to lie. Like, there's right, no... right, there's something wrong if she does come back. <laughs> yeah. So. Especially if you say what Jay says in this fucking voicemail. Yeah. Fucking, they don't... He doesn't drop a lot of these lines a lot, but he sure drops them here. He's an angry man. <laughs> He's just asking for a second chance. You think it's the same... As another callback, the same the same girl that uh, Jamie's talking about. Are they, are they all the same person as Jay's went into blazes, and now he's also talking about... Felicio, as Jamie was. That's a very meta question, right? (laughs) Like, when you have a group like this, are they all, are they five voices? Are they, is it like Herman's, is Herman's head a reference that people get? Is it like five voices in one person's head, or is it five distinct people? I don't know, go either way on this one. I don't know. I think you're thinking a little too deep. I think they're five different people. (laughs) I don't think they, they went that way. No. You're such a fucking slutty fucking whore. <laughs> Call me back. Bitch. And that's bitch. a nice tie-in to, to, to what we'll get to next week. Because literally, I think the first <laughs> word of the next song is bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, next week is going to be a fucking track. <laughs> um, so, yeah, a lot of Violent J there. Um, but, yeah, that's bad rap. Bad rap. I always rap. say bad rap. Yeah, bad rap. Like, you have a bad rap. Yeah, that's what, I, that's what I say, but, yeah, it's bad rap. You're right. Bad reputation. Devastation, no lot panic. And there was no notes, no nothing, no... No, uh, I mean, it's very straightforward song. <laughs> Yeah, we only spent an hour dissecting that. <laughs> I want 40 minutes of us talking about horrorcore music. <laughs> History of horrorcore. <laughs> Apologies to anyone whose group I either didn't mention or I did mention, and you're like, oh, wait a minute, That's, yeah. that doesn't... You were very kind to some of them. I didn't knock anybody. <laughs> the one person I wanted to diss, I didn't, so... You should congratulate me for not talking shit about it. true. Kept your composure. Him, them. They. General. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Not like how you berated Jiggles. <laughs> I'm just saying, Jiggles is very confident. He is a uh, you know, confident man. He is. I just want. I just want some receipts, as they say on Twitter. <laughs> Bring the receipts. People get angry in the comment sections. I always laugh at that. <laughs> Who says that? I don't know. I've seen it a few times. I always laugh. People you're, get so fucking angry in comment sections. Well, you're part of toxic Twitter, so that would make sense. <laughs> All right, are we done? Oh, no, we're not done because uh, we have more stuff to talk about real quick. Uh, bop, bop, bop. We talked about the lyrics. Da, 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 da. I'm loving it. Sound like, like you're about to do the fucking McDonald's jingle. <laughs> we talked about it. They actually played it live, so that's cool. Um, historical lines, spots in Juggalo culture, I think we kind of touched on as we went along. Like, There's definitely some quotable shit in there. Yeah. A lot in J's, I think, is quotable. Blaze had the one, Monoxide's got a couple. Yeah. So overall, pretty quotable, but like historic in the sense of like this is an epic song. No, I think, yeah, quotable at that time. I don't know how much more it's quoted now, 20 fucking years later. Yeah, I think we've alluded to it a little bit. All history on this CD, anything that we're like, hey, does that stick out? Yeah. This CD is fucking sandwiched with front and back of, like, super memorable, right? Right. So, like, everything in between may fall, like, the curse of that. I don't even know if the, the beginning is anywhere. Oh, no, the end is, like, crazy. But I think Alibaba and Juggalo Family are, like, the two si- sandwiching. That, yeah, like, stand above the rest. For memorable shit. Right. That's all. So, talking about memorable shit... We are going to now, unless you have something else to no. debate. Yes. Um, no. <laughs> we are going to talk about the MVP. Yeah. So we didn't mention it before, but if you follow us on Twitter at JuggaloRWD and you see the pinned tweet for this week, you'll see who you can vote for, who your favorite is on this track. Maybe this week Chris will put three on one and two on the other and <laughs> not four on one. Or you can. See what happens. I don't know. I only did that once where I had one extra floating on the second pole, and it made total sense why I didn't split them up evenly. <laughs> I wouldn't have thought. I probably would have done the same yeah. thing. So go to go to Juggalo. Go to Twitter. Go to the pin tweet and vote for who you think the uh, MVP of this track was. Chris, who oh, is yeah. your MVP for Bad Rep? I'm bouncing back between two here. I gotta reopen my book because I already closed it. So. <laughs> but I think when I think of this track, I think I, this is who I have to pick. Go with. 
I mean, that's certainly uh, one way to go. <laughs> I think I'm going to give it my MVP vote to... That, that was where I was leaning also back and forth. That's a tough one. I, I think maybe because not no one really steps up their game here. So Right. Not steps up their game, but everyone's pretty even. Jumps out above the pack, yeah. There's another one that I think kind of stuck out for coolness. Huh? Do I want to? No, I'm okay. I'm... I know one for sure you won't pick. Shaggy. <laughs> We're just going to leave that in. That's okay. <laughs> you can believe it. I don't... <laughs> no, we can leave it. That's... I didn't think it was that bad. You were the one. <laughs> well, maybe you voted for it. I don't know. I don't... Yeah, true. We'll see in the end, at the end of the season. It'll all be explained in I the book. I knew you were going to say um, and at the end of the season, we'll tally up the votes, see who the MVP is. The people get a vote, we get a vote, and then we'll go from there. That's right. Then we'll have other, you know, discussions on the end of the season. Just because we hit .com doesn't mean the season's over. We'll probably have at least, we're hoping, a good handful of episodes after that. Yeah. One for sure. If we're lucky, three. Yeah. We'll see. We'll little, see what happens. A little tease ski. See what the pages of the Lotus tell us. <laughs> Once the wraith floats out of the book, we can <laughs> see go if Pete's still still around after the fucking ghoul pulls him into the mirror. <laughs> I forgot that's a whole nother episode. <laughs> I don't think it's even a full episode, does it? I don't know. Yeah, I guess we'll just do it before the wrap up. Yeah, just sandwich it in the wrap up. Maybe we should do it after the record it after the wrap up show in case you're you know crazy in case you become like these characters in the song you want me to record it first just in case <laughs> i was thinking do i record literally while i'm in it but like what do i talk about by myself for fucking <laughs> half hour that, that'd be stupid right yeah well you just read the thing and then you just sit there i don't know we'll figure I, it out when we get there yeah <laughs> tune in at the end of the season which will be in uh june i think last right? papa danhausen Get his take on how we should record a seance. <laughs> yeah, make him do it. Uh, <laughs> just for kicks, we're probably looking at that. That'd be like mid-June. So Hopefully, it'll finally be summer up here in Michigan. Hopefully. By then. It's going to snow Monday. But by then, by mid-June, we also have a blaze show. Yeah. So we gotta, we'll be in the house for that. Hopefully. And the old blind pig. Oh, buddy, that's a party spot. If you don't have to go to a... You don't have your family vacation that weekend. No, I think I'm clear that weekend. That was the weekend after? I think so, yeah. So, we got some time. We'll talk about that. Yeah. Big blaze of dead homie. Anyways, uh, just to reiterate all the stuff that you already know, at Juggalo RWD is where you can find us on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Phone number, give us a phone call, leave us a message, 810-666-1570. Tell us about your seance or talk about Astronomicon seeing us or just History of Dark Lotus or just leave us some bullshit and we're here for it. JuggaloRewind.com or you can always email us, JuggaloRWD at gmail.com. Don't forget, wherever you listen, rate, review, subscribe. You can do it more than once. You don't just have to do one. You can keep that going. Yeah. Spread the word. Share on Facebook, Twitter. Anywhere you want to share. Yeah. Email. We don't have a uh, contest for that, but maybe we should pick that up in season three. Yeah. Do something for sending it out there, getting like a little bonus point every time you share with someone. Right. The only way we're going to get bigger is if you help us.
I guess. Bigger, I badder, better. Season three. <laughs> yeah, oh, there no. you go. There's the logo. <laughs> All right. You got anything else, or are we ready to wrap this boy? Ready to go. All right. Thank you, Chris. This is Peter. This is episode 10, season two, the Juggalo Rewind podcast. Yes. No. Yes. All right. We're back next week with a very special episode. Man, it's going to be a banger. <laughs> so, see you next week for... I thought you were going to start singing. I lo- you just had that look like you were going to start. No, I'll start singing some Rod Stewart, though. And you think I'm sexy. All music played in this episode and in this entire season is owned by the respective publishers and copyright holders and is reproduced for review purposes only under fair use. <laughs>